Well, how's it going, Gord? Well, good. I'm kind of catching my breath after the long weekend. Yeah, here we are. It's a long weekend here in New Brunswick, so we, uh, yeah, we had uh, a little bit of extra time. Yeah. Now, this was, like, I always get confused. So, this was New Brunswick Day, right? That's right. Now, is that, is this one of the more recent ones? It is a more recent one, and it's different uh, depending on what province. I think PEI calls it uh, Family Day. Right. Um, Halifax, Nova Scotia has a different name for it, Mm. but it's basically meant to be another family holiday in the summer. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a, it's kind of fun because it always sort of sparks sort of the midpoint of summer, the beginning of August. Yeah, yeah. 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 But, but, and you know, we're starting to get those, I was out at, um, Caitlin's family has a cottage out on the, uh, Washtamoic Lake, yeah. which some people refer to, uh, Baptist Lane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's quite a few church folk. Yeah. There's quite a few way. church folk out that way. But, uh, we even noticed, you know, kind of this time of year in the evenings, all of a sudden it, they're, they're a little cooler. Mm-hmm. Which make it a little easier to sleep, so <laughs> it does. And yeah. um, I walk in the mornings. Mm. I think you know that. Yep. This morning I was out at about twenty after six, and there was a little breeze, but it was a cool breeze, which is great for walking. Oh yeah, I am not complaining. Yeah, but uh, so what were uh, were you and your family up to anything this oh, weekend? Yeah, we had a full weekend, and it was uh, a bit challenging and uh, fun. Uh, our son was home. Oh, nice. And um, from Grand Manan, and the three of us went down to Alma. Oh, very down nice. Down to Fundy Park. Yes. And Rosalie has a sister there, and her son and his wife and children were there. Right. And uh, Nick is a guy that Joshua tree planted with. You might have tree planted. Oh yeah, with yeah. Nick, I know you? Nick. Yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> we decided to. Adopt my idea of doing a couple of trails in Fundy. Okay. One was to go down Moosehorn. Uh oh. <laughs> I see where the, this is going. At, at the bottom of Moosehorn, uh, on the river, mm-hmm. there are some great swimming holes, deep holes, mm. cold, but there you are. You're swimming in the river. Yeah. And uh, so Joshua, Nick, and I. And actually, Nick's wife Sam all went in swimming. Very nice. So it was it was cold to get used to, but good. And then we walked up the river to Laverty Falls. Uh. We were going to swim at Laverty again, but it was too crowded, <clears throat> just too many families, which is a good thing. Mm. But we weren't going to get into that. And then we walked out Laverty. Total of about seven kilometers. Okay. Yeah. The last two and a half of them, almost completely uphill. Yeah. Almost killed my poor wife. <laughs> oh, Rosalie was with you the whole time? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, we're, we're going to work on things before we try that again. <laughs> oh, that's I've funny. been walking more than she has, so I, I did a little better with that. Yeah. But I felt bad for her at the end. It was a... Uh, one foot in front of the other the yeah. last half of that climb out so we're going to try to improve that a little yeah yeah so it was a fun weekend and then the next day we went down and visited family very nice down country and we went down to the new um 
bird sanctuary out on oh. Mary's Point. Okay. And that's some beautiful territory down there. Mm. Just gorgeous. Yeah, I mean, like, if there's one thing... I shouldn't say if there's one thing. One of the many things that um, kind of having the borders closed and everything with, with what we're in is that I think a lot of people are are discovering just how beautiful our province is. Yeah, um, Rosalie and I have started a little bit of a list. Okay. We saw a bit of just like one of those news spots that they sometimes have. Yep. On this spot down in the area of Lunenburg, Nova Scotia. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which is kind of the same sea caves and that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So we're going to take a Saturday and go down to Lunenburg. Have you never been to Lunenburg? We've been to Lunenburg, but we haven't been to like any of these sea caves or right. any of that stuff. Yeah. I was. It's funny you bring up uh, that I was showing Caitlin uh, scenes of the South Shore in Nova Scotia. Uh-huh. And she had never seen like any of those beaches like we didn't go oh. down but i was like did you know you know i was trying to be coy yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. it's like did you know there's white sand beaches in nova scotia are there ever yeah and i was like you know granted you're, it's not going to get as hot as mexico but it's beautiful down there oh it's beautiful you hit the right time of year and the right day at the right time of year yeah golden oh yeah yeah no, yep, now's the time to do it. So we had a great weekend. It was a very active weekend. Mm. We had family around, then Heather and her children came back, and we host, We had a big... I'll tell you this, and then we can move on. Oh, it's all good. We had hodgepodge for supper oh. last night. Now, those of you who don't know what hodgepodge is, yeah. that's when you get the new potatoes and the new carrots and the green and yellow beans and yeah. fresh peas and put them all in a pot and cook them. Mm-hmm. And we had barbecued chicken. Oh yeah, now hodgepodge is Caitlin's favorite. That's like is it? every so Caitlin's birthday is on the eighth of August. Yeah, and that's always what she wants. She just yeah. want, I just want hodgepodge. That's the perfect time of year for it. Yeah. So uh, I went to the local uh, vegetable stand mm. yesterday and bought all the fresh stuff. Awesome. And, uh, one of my granddaughters helped me shell the peas and. <laughs> we so got, good. We got everything cooked up. Yeah, it was wonderful. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's nice. Well, we are in, oh, let me see, Gord, we're flying by. It's week six now, is week it? Week six. Week six of our uh, The Way series. We're over halfway there. Halfway there. We've been working through the spiritual disciplines, the spiritual practices. Yeah. And uh, now we are at, so like we said, week six, and the subject matter, confession. Confession. Yeah. And even I, the way I say that, so oh, confession. Oh, you know, you know, it's weighted. Yeah. Uh this one probably creeps people out more than any mm. because it means a certain amount of exposure. And yeah. exposure, even to God, can be a scary, scary thing. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So I was wondering, um, like we normally do, Gort, maybe if you could just kind of do 30, that 30,000 foot, foot view. And really, though, like with the understanding, even if you're jumping into this and hearing it now, like one of the things we've discovered as we've been and we kind of knew this but it becomes more to light is that a lot of these practices and disciplines work together oh they're all intertwined yeah and this one in particular this really one in spoke particular, out. it was the one that kind of jumped out as uh, because of how it has to happen yeah, yeah. so um confession mm. let me start there homo logeo homo same Logeo, to speak, to speak the same. That is, 
if we confess Christ, mm -hmm. it means we are saying the same thing about Christ as God says about Christ, mm. or the Bible says about Christ. Mm -hmm. And when the confession has to do with us, it's, um, I'm speaking about me, what God already knows about me, mm -hmm. or would say about me. So, homologeo, same speaking. Right. But um, we don't lean into that. We lean away from it. Hmm. Um, you know, like the child who puts their hands over their eyes and, <laughs> and says, I'm hiding. Yeah, yeah. We try to hide. Yeah. Or we simply take on the culture and we get into denial and say, mm. well, you know, I know that's in my life, but that's not really that bad. And yeah. both of those lead us away from confession. Right. So then we went to 1 John yep. chapter 1, 8 and 9. Which is a great, I mean, that, that passage on its own in, in terms of the, the idea of confession, just a great, just very succinct. Like, very to the point. Yep. If I... If we say we have no sin, we are a liar and the truth isn't in us. So mm. if we're covering our eyes and we're hiding and we're denying and all of that, well, it doesn't change who we are. Mm. doesn't change what's there. It only changes whether or not it ever gets dealt with. Right. But if we confess our sin, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sin and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Right. Yeah. So God's way of dealing with our sin is not to pretend it's not there mm. or to uh, deny it. Right. Or sometimes we already know. Right. We've talked about this, you and I. Oh, yeah. That sometimes we already know what the problem is. Mm hmm. But like a noise in our car that needs repair, we yeah. don't want to go to the mechanic. What we'll do instead is turn the radio up and keep driving. Mm. Exactly the same. Yep. And uh, we don't want to deal with it. So what we do is we self-medicate. Yep. We eat too much. We drink too much. Yep. We party. Mm -hmm. We travel. We shop. Yeah. Put on. Put on, play. Play more video games. Put more on video a mo games, movie. More movies. More TV. Yeah. Anything to, to, to entertain ourselves, occupy ourselves, so we don't have to actually think about this stuff. Mm. And right here is where the disciplines come to bear that you talk about. Because if, yeah. if you go to silence and solitude, right. you're going to be hearing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And if in silence and solitude you're praying, God's going to show you. Mm-hmm. And if in silence and solitude you're praying and he directs you to the word, you're going to be hearing yeah, or yeah. reading. Yeah. And so the, many of the, of the other disciplines, disciplines yeah. come to bear right here oh, yeah. and bring us to the place of confession. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I loved that. Like I, um, I was saying to you before we even hit record today, it was just like it really came to light. And we've chatted about we even chatted about this uh, last week with Carolyn. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, 
with Lectio Divina. Um, but I really felt with this one, I was like, wow, like this is the one that leads up. And maybe, maybe that's why we have this kind of weird feeling with confession. Cause it's almost like we feel like we just have to snap our fingers and go from zero to confession where it's kind of like, well, wait, if you actually steep yourself in these practices, yeah, if, if you take your time, yeah, it, it's, I think we've all had the experience of going to the hospital, mm-hmm. and um, maybe we're going to have a little bit of a, of a procedure. Mm. And uh, the nurse walks in, pulls a curtain across, and says, uh, tosses you a Johnny shirt, and says, take off all your clothes and put this on. And it's like, what, 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 what? what? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whereas if there's been a bit of a process to it, and they say, now here's what's going to happen. Mm. Uh, you're going to have to be in a Johnny shirt covered with a sheet. Right. So you're going to have to take, you know, if there's a little bit of a run-up, it's not so yeah. much of a shock to right. the system. Yeah. And um, that's where the other disciplines can help us. Yeah. Because we may find ourselves in silence and solitude, a little bit of time with the Word, a little mm. bit of prayer, and begin to get a sense of what it is God wants to talk to us about. Yeah, yeah. Now, I would just say this, Adams, and I'll say say it right here in case it gets biased and we get into other stuff. And I, The Holy Spirit, when He points stuff out in mm. us, is not trying to embarrass us. Yeah. He's not trying to make us feel guilty. We will have some of that happen Mm. but that's not where he's going right the holy spirit is pointing out to us the very area that he wants to heal right yeah and i think i was was sharing with you gord that it's sometimes and i'm sure this is the case for many people i know it's for myself you know there's certain things um let's call it what it is. There's, there's certain sin in all of our lives in my life that I'm very much aware of. Right. And, you know, maybe yes. I, maybe I lose my temper too early when I'm driving in the car. Right. It's like these, like, what? <laughs> I don't know. What oh, you're yikes. oh, yikes. You know, my it, wife says, you know, he can't hear you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> which, yeah, I know he can't hear me. Leave, leave me alone. Which is super funny. You say that because there's been times when, uh, when we're driving around with the dog in our car, we always have the windows down so he can keep his head open. And sometimes I'll, I'll kind of mutter something under my, well, I think it's under my breath. Caitlin can hear me very well. And Caitlin will be like, Adams, the, the windows are down. I'm like, the guy's 30 feet away from me in another car with his windows rolled up. He can't hear me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but as I was saying, there's things like that that I think we're all very much aware of. We laugh about them. We joke about them. Um, but I think sometimes it's like... It's like you know, and and I I agree a hundred percent with you, and I think we need to like let's say it again that thing the Holy Spirit shows us anything that needs His healing touch. It's not it's not coming out it's of embarrassment. It's not condemnation. It's not any of that. It's not a gotcha. It's not a no, anything like this. None of that. But I think what still can scare us, and in, in me in particular, is just the I don't know if I'm ready. You know, but I need to release that to be like, if if God's bringing it up, then it means it's like 
we need to work on this. So let me like, let me tell you a little illustrative story. Yeah, I'd love it. I, I was, um, we were in Guyana. I was with a medical team. And we were going what they call into the river. Mm. Which is not swimming in the river. Okay. We, we don't want to do that. There are piranha and there are... Um, a caiman in, okay. in the river. Yeah. So we're not talking about being literally in the river. You, you just take boats and you either go upriver or downriver. We okay. went upriver. We came to a little hut in the middle of, uh, of high grass. Mm -hmm. And Amerindians with dugout canoes. Dozens of them parked one up on another mm. to come to see the medical team. Word had gotten out we were going to be there, and they crowded in. There was about a 15, 16-year-old boy who came in, and his left elbow was the size of a grapefruit. Oh. And uh, my roommate on the trip, uh, a good friend, Dr. Tim Kelton, said, Oh, he's got an inflamed bursa. Hmm. Bursa's the sack around the joints. Okay. You've heard people say, I have bursitis. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is an inflammation of those sacs. This was an inflamed bursa. Hmm. And he touched it, and of course the young fellow pulled oh, yeah. away and winced, because anyone who's had anything infected and swollen, you don't want people poking around with it. Hmm. And uh, Tim took me outside, and he says, I'm going to need your help. Well, I'm not a surgeon. No, I'll do the surgery. He says, I'm going to need your help. Mm. He said, we've got to lance that. Yeah. I said, okay. But you see, he wasn't trying to hurt the boy. No, yeah. He wasn't trying to increase his pain. Mm. He wasn't trying to make the rest of his day miserable, though it would make the rest of his day miserable, mm -hmm, but that's mm -hmm. not what he was trying to do. He knew that that would only get better if he got rid of the infection. Mm. So my job was to hold him down while he put the hypodermic needle in to freeze it. <laughs> that was my job, was to hold this teenage boy to the table. Oh boy. So we did, he got the needle in, he lanced it, he drained it, mm. and the boy through an interpreter, he was Amerindian. Okay thanked him and said it feels so much better. Well, of course it does. Yeah. You don't have the pressure that of this. The pressure's gone. Yeah, yeah. The pressure's gone. Mm. And uh, he dressed it, put ointment in it, mm. wrapped it. But I've thought back on that how many times that Tim's role wasn't to hurt the boy, mm. it was to heal him. And the Holy Spirit does the same thing with you and I. Oh, when he touches on it, it we wince, yep. and we say, oh, no, not that. Yeah. And he says, yeah, but but I'm going to heal it. Mm. Yeah. And we confess. Yeah. And then the Bible says he is faithful and just to forgive, mm -hmm. which is one part. That's, that's the first part, yeah. And to cleanse us. Exactly. So if... If you're tired of going back with the same sin over and over again, you, you go back and he forgives, which is the past stuff, mm -hmm. and he cleanses, which mm. then begins to address the moving forward. Yeah.
Yeah. No, I love it. It also reminds me of, um, you know, one thing we've been talking about um, as a leadership around the table here is is uh, our 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 heart for Alpha, which is that program. Yes. And a lot yep. of the times in Alpha, it's like there's. Um, there's power in in someone's testimony, right? And, Absolutely. And you know, you hear stories. As you were talking about the the boy there of, of his physical condition being healed, and you in Alpha, you sometimes can be exposed to these stories of men and women who have have lived very intriguing and interesting lives, um, but yet you see the freedom that and and like oh, absolutely. Yeah, and you, you we have to remember like they went through that that whole like confessing and bringing that forward and then yeah we we used to we used to um observe and sometimes laugh uh you know kind of an inside joke when we would hear it how many times have you had somebody tell the story of coming to jesus and having their lives changed and and realizing freedom healing cleansing Mm. whatever word you want to put on it yep and their story, we call them testimonies, right. pivots on these two words, but God. Right, yeah. How many times, yeah, but yeah, yeah, God, yeah. in the story? I was doing this, I was involved with that, I struggled with this, I, I ruined this relationship, there was a broken marriage, mm-hmm. there was a loss of a job, There was, I, I was addicted, I was... And then somewhere along the line... Mm. You get the but God moment. Oh, yeah. And then the story changes. Exactly. Yeah. And at that but God moment, you can bet there's confession goes on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's part of it. It's, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's great. So I would just say, if today you already know what the problem is, but you've been avoiding it. Mm. But God. But God, yeah. No, I love that. Now, you and I were also chatting, Gord, about yeah. this idea. So you, um, you really focused in on your on your Sunday morning teaching on the the idea of confessing to God. But yeah. we also see in the scriptures the idea of also confessing to each other. Yeah. And I think it's in, uh, we double-checked it beforehand, I think it's in the book of James. Yeah. Um, James' hey. letter. Yeah, chapter 5, mm. and it's verse 16. Uh, let me get my Bible out, Yeah, and I'll read it to you, because there's something intriguing in that. Right. Now, this is a prime example for our listeners, too. Like, there's only so much time on a Sunday morning. Well, the, you know, the old preaching um, professor used to say, used to tell us, you can't say it all. <laughs> if you did, you'd be there uh, two hours and oh, still yeah. not say it all. Exactly. You can't say it all. So what you have to do is is you pick the passage and you stay with the passage. Mm-hmm. But the, this one is from James chapter 5, verse 16. Therefore, confess your sins to one another. That, that just sounds weird. That just sounds like, what, if someone got some weird, quirky thing that they just like to hear... Mm. About, but then listen to the next phrase. And pray for one another. Mm. Oh, so the Holy Spirit can involve you in my healing and me in your healing mm. when we confess it and we get other people praying for us in that. Yeah. And then this that you may be healed. Mm. 
There we are. Yeah. Starts with sorrow, ends with joy. Yeah. And um, so I think there is a role. Now, you know, we've had some people who were a little bit of spiritual exhibitionists. They can't wait to tell the nasty stories of all that they've been involved with and all they've done. <laughs> and uh, the, yeah. they're worse than anybody else. And they, they look. You don't do that randomly. Hmm. Yeah. You have to do that carefully. Yep. With trusted people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, there was an old joke years ago in Leadership Magazine. Back in the day when we were young, we used to get this Leadership Magazine, which was tremendously helpful, but the thing we all liked the most were the uh, cartoons in it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> One cartoon shows... Two old girls, mm. uh, old biddies we would have called them, okay. <laughs> on the phone, and one says to the other, you'll never guess who needs our prayers and why. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that's yeah. not really a prayer request. That's just gossip. That's just right? gossip. Just straight yeah. up gossip. Yeah. So you have to have someone you can trust mm. and in confidence, mm. you tell them the story. Yeah. And the Bible is full of, of places where it says grace. Mm. So yeah. you pray for one another. Oh, for sure. It's even, it's even good advice um, uh, once where we were just talking about the testimonies, right? Like the stories mm -hmm. to realize that, um, you know, I used to, for many people, they know that I used to work out at Camp Wildwood. I was the, yeah. I was the assistant director there for many years and, um, testimonies are a very powerful and strong, um, tool that can be used to sort oh, absolutely. of, um, bring people to a better understanding of what, of what Jesus can do, well, what it is to come to Christ and walk with him. But, uh, you know, when you're working at a kid's camp though, you want to be very wise with uh, oh, for sure for how you're presenting the message, and so some people will get very well. Well, no, like you're trying to censor the story. It's like no, 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 no. It's not an issue of censoring the story. It's an issue of saying, hey, you're you're speaking to a bunch of like ten year olds, and uh, but, you but for example, let let's take one that's fairly common. Sure. Yeah. So uh, a young fella who was involved with um, immoral thoughts about women mm, mm -hmm. <clears throat> and he's struggling with it, might even be struggling with a porn issue. Yes, for sure. And then some guy gets up and gives his testimony and talks about all the women that he's had sex with Right. and all the people he's fit. What does that do for him? Right, yeah. Like, he's not even hearing the rest of your story because right. his mind is now gone. Mm. Way better to have kept the story. Oh, yeah. Along and, the lines of, you know, I was into some thought life things that I shouldn't have been. Okay, right. let, let's leave it right there. Yeah. And like you said, there's a time and a place, like, um, for when you're in those trusted relationships where you do bring all the cards out to the table yeah maybe it's with one good friend or mm. maybe it's with an accountability group which yeah. is three or four and and what can happen there and then uh you know one step further than this the prayed for and be healed mm. 
is that then people can say, how's that going for you? We've been praying. Yeah. And there's a check-in. There's an mm -hmm. accountability. And so, yeah, confessing to one another is an extended part of oh, that. Yeah. Still yeah. the work of the Holy Spirit, by the way, yep. I would say. Oh, yes. But now involving brothers in yeah. Christ or sisters in Christ, depending on the situation. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love that idea, too, like what you just said, still a work of the Holy Spirit, because I think sometimes we can get caught in our Christian journey and we're thinking, I've never, never heard from God. I've never heard from the Holy Spirit. Well, you got to remember the, the Spirit. The can... Holy Spirit. <laughs> he speaks through a, a, a bunch of different ways. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, the, the prime example in the, the Old Testament that everybody laughs about, it's like, you know, if God can speak through a... A through, jackass. Uh, <laughs> you'll notice there, for the listeners, that I let uh, Gord use, use that. <laughs> use the, the, the double entendre word. Yeah. But, yeah. No. Another reminder, too, for our listeners, like, even with this... Um, as we've been journeying through these spiritual disciplines, as we, we realize, A, that they all are very interconnected with each other, but B, um, a lot of this is always better in community. Always. Always better, yeah. So even when we're talking about that confession thing, yes, we confess to God, but yes, um, and yes, we feel, we, we experience healing in that. But there's also that part where we're confessing to each other and praying for each other and doing this together yes yeah yeah and i think that's really uh important you can feel very isolated if you feel like you're the only one and well because in you know we are not at a place where we are um fully sanctified now i know that that's a, a dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 <laughs> that's a theological word and uh there are two types of sanctification yeah. and all of that yeah um Another day we'll talk yeah, about that's another day. Definit definitive and progressive sanctification. <laughs> okay, let, 20 seconds. 20 seconds. Definitive sanctification is where God claims us as his. He moves us out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. We have been sanctified by him. Mm -hmm. So that's spoken of as past tense. Then there's progressive. That's the work of the Holy Spirit by which he molds and shapes us into the image of Christ. Yeah. So having moved us from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light, he then begins to shape us to the image of Christ. Yeah. Both are spoken of as sanctification because they're different forms of sanctification. Right. Yeah. And we will be in that that transformational path mm. of sancti progressive sanctification for some time. Oh yes, yeah. In fact, until it is completed, and that's in heaven, mm -hmm. and that's called glorification. Yeah. And um, wow, we are stumbling over theological terms here, <laughs> uh, but there is the ongoing, mm -hmm. and. I don't want to travel that path alone. Right. If I have the option of having a, a trusted brother mm. walk that with me, yes, please. Oh, yes. Yep. Yeah. The other, the other dynamic is that the reason this is not a one-size-fits-all is that not everyone struggles with the same thing. Right. You have someone who struggles with thought life, and you mm. have someone else who struggles with anger, and someone else who struggles with, um, oh, I don't know, pick one. Yeah, take the fruits of the Spirit and just 
talk about the opposites. Just flip them around. <laughs> yeah. You know? Love, joy. Okay, I'm not very loving. Mm. Joy. I'm. I'm. I'm Debbie Downer. Most of the. You know, like <laughs> you. You can. You can just oh, yeah. take the fruit of the spirit mm-hmm. and flip them over. Yeah. And just do the opposite. So we all struggle with different things, mm. and so when we come to confession. And when we involve people, it's to let them know what version of this we're struggling with, mm-hmm. have them pray for us yeah. so that there can be healing, and then follow up with us yeah. to help us as we walk out of that. Yeah, exactly. So, Gord, is there any, was there any other things like that you wanted to touch on in, the, in your teaching, in your sermon? No, I, I well... <laughs> Some people, when it comes to confession, um, will assume that if I confess it, mm. I will never never struggle with it again. Mm-hmm. And that's not how it works. Right. We are broken people in a broken world. But confession, and I use the expression getting ducked. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. Like you can't enjoy the water till you get ducked. Right. We were down to Moosehorn in Fundy Park, and I'll tell you what, that water is cold. It is coming down off the mountain, and it is cold. But refreshing. (laughs) That's one word for it. Yeah. (laughs) But you walk in so far, just standing there shivering, till you just take a dive. Mm. You go under the water, you come back up, and for one minute, it's pretty cold. Mm. And then you acclimatize. And then it's refreshing, and it's fun. Mm. And you can swim underwater, and you can get up on the rocks and jump back in. You can do all of that after you're ducked. Mm. And some people assume that with confession, once I've confessed that that's it, that it, it will be gone now. Well, no, what you've done with confession is started down a road Mm. of properly dealing with this thing. Yeah. Because here's the thing. Let's say anger is my deal. I confess anger. Mm -hmm. And then tomorrow morning or tomorrow afternoon, I absolutely lose it. (laughs) Does Does that somehow... Um, disqualify the confession of the day before. Right. No, that first confession, that getting ducked, was to tell me how it is I deal with it every time it happens. Mm. Yeah. So, if I confess it today, tomorrow afternoon I absolutely lose it, mm. then I don't say, well, no, I wasn't really angry, I was, and it was his fault, and it was, no, look... You've now established how it is you deal with it. Mm. Lord, I'm sorry. I'm back at that place. Please turn my heart toward you. Mm. Please cleanse me from this. Mm -hmm. By the way, when you start down that road, there are portions of the scripture that will help you with that. Mm. Mm -hmm. And when those portions of scripture are in your heart and mind... Psalm 119 says, How shall a young man keep his way pure? By keeping it according to your word. Mm -hmm. 
Your word have I hidden my heart that I might not sin against you. When God's word becomes a part of us, particularly as it relates to an individual sin of ours, yes, we confess it, mm-hmm. but then God uses his word to begin to shape us. Mm-hmm. And the Holy Spirit applies his word to our hearts and we're fully, we begin to be fully transformed. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's very cool. That's where the language of... I used to be an angry man comes in, mm. right? Yeah. But it all starts with getting ducked. Yeah. It all starts with that confession. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. yeah. Well, right on, man. I love it. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. We're going to be heading into this coming weekend. You're the preacher this weekend. Yep. What are you talking about? So I am talking on fasting. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Which, um, it's funny how we've been chatting about how, um, it, in terms, in light of confession, you know, when you go through these, if you're if you're in silence and solitude, if you're in um, scripture reading, it sort of like brings things to a front, right? In a good way, in a healing way. Yeah, yeah. And I found this um, quote from Richard Foster. And who's you know the not surprised yeah the guru of the of the spiritual disciplines and um, he he has this quote I actually have it in in my teaching and he says you know fasting speeds all that up okay <laughs> so he's saying if you have an issue with anger with pride with lust with this with the, all these sorts of things through fasting that will come to the front very quickly. <laughs> Because, and, and we'll get into this in our teaching, and, and next week we'll get to talk about it a lot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how, how many people, you know, they might get angry and they're like, oh, I, I'm just hungry. You know? Like, Our, that, like that Snickers commercial. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But we're not, I think, in our modern context, I don't think we're aware of how much our body can influence and have control over us our so, minds our minds our yeah so it's very interesting fasting has been a very um new subject for me to be diving into and i and i talk about that um and i'm excited to to teach on it but it's it's interesting it's uh F- foster actually says it's one of the most abused and misunderstood of the disciplines yeah so we're gonna dive into that i'm excited to um, to bring, yeah. bring and I'm some looking light. forward to coming back and talking that over with you next oh, week. Oh yeah. It's funny too cuz I like on the opposite side of fasting, feasting, which is also yeah, a, yeah. an aspect of the of the scriptures and um, the Christian journey and whatnot, coming together over food, community, that sort of stuff. Um, oh, and celebrating God by yeah. feasting. Oh yeah. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Me I, too. Yeah. And so but yeah, I don't want to give too much away. I'm, I'm excited to get into it, though. Yeah, and, uh, looking forward to it. And we'll come back to it next week. All right. Excellent. We'll Thanks, see- Adams. No, thank you, Gord. Everybody have a good week. Yeah, we'll see you then. All right, bye.